What's up? Ladies and gentlemen of YouTube, Boogie to 988 coming at you live once again through the power of the internet. And you're listening to the Big Stack Podcast. Are you hungry for pancakes? That's our new slogan, I guess. That's it. Uh, That's sponsored good. by pancakes. Not IHOP or, or Waffle House. Pancakes in general. Come to pancake our house coffee. and get a pancake. Yeah. Or, or, or national. I'll send pancake. you a pancake. Or don't. Are you eating enough pancakes, you cuck? <laughs> Visit our website. That's a good advertisement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was Part a of this balanced pancake. There was a movie called Crazy People with Dudley Moore, in which he goes into like an insane asylum, and then they start writing um, advertisements for people. And oh yeah, and the advertisements yeah. accidentally yeah. make print. I've loved that style of advertising every time. I literally, I think if you was like pancakes, eat some, you fucking cuck. What are you doing with your life? Have you had a pancake? When's the last time you had a pancake? Eat more. You're already fat. Enjoy. Right? Like that would work. I would be like, he's right. I'm already fat. I mean, like, look, I haven't had a pancake um, in a while. It's been like a week since I had a pancake. Bacon pancakes, bacon, bacon pancakes. Okay, you can't have those if you're going to be a vegetarian boogie. I know. I'm talking. Well, the podcast doesn't know that yet. That I might I'm go sorry, vegetarian. I spoiled a spoiler alert. Spoiler if you, alert. If you don't want spoilers for uh, boogie's eating habits? Please jump to this time code. Right. I am YouTuber Boogie Two Nine Eight. You're listening to the Big Stack Podcast. I am joined <laughs> nice once again you, by the folks at Big Underscore Breakfast, my friend Jacob. Jacob, hey. you were not at my house last night. I'm very disappointed. Mm -mm. Where were you? I couldn't doing? find it. I got lost. Couldn't find it. It's frustrating. I, you know, here's the thing: is my my home address is pretty much public docs at this point. So you could have just Googled it. <laughs> It's it's weird that you bought a house in a labyrinth. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Yep. Well, I, I just, got I, I got hung up on our get around that Minotaur. I well, here's the thing: is <laughs> I Jacob. I wanted to get a house next to a dark crystal, but I couldn't, so I had to settle for labyrinth. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was getting hung up on all the all the puppets and mm -hmm. macho rock stars <laughs> with Wait. big wieners. The baby, the baby, the baby with the okay, baby, the baby. Right. How do you do? I love else? David Bowie. David Bowie's fantastic. That movie is is a classic. I, yeah. I don't know if macho is the word I would use to describe. David Maybe Bowie, you should yeah. check your definition of macho. David Bowie. You don't. Yep. He. Yeah. My but... definition of macho is man. Randy Savage. <laughs> That's not a bad definition. All right, but I'm just saying that there can be different kinds of macho. There can. There's, you know, the Attitude Era and uh, whatever came after that. That's the only, that's the only golden was, age. No, no, no. Let's, let's test your Macho Man Randy Savage knowledge, Ellis. I know he's the cream of the crop. Okay, well, who was his manager slash girlfriend? Miss Elizabeth. Nice. I know that because of your impressions. Okay. <laughs> who, who ultimately was able to defeat... Macho Man once and for all. Was it Hulk Hogan? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. That sounds like it. Probably. I didn't. True, I didn't watch wrestling. True or false? There was a wrestler named the Million Dollar Man. Yeah, There's I'm sure that's true. True or false? The there was man. a wrestler known as the Junkyard Dog. Yeah, that's definitely true. That I remember that one. True. Yeah. True or false? There was a wrestler named Penelope well, Cruz. I feel like I'm already going to yes. think this is false. Yeah. You yes. got to get through without laughing, dog. Yeah. And it was, and it was, and it was Penelope Cruz. Oh, Ooh, wow. yeah. Let me tell you something, <laughs> Penelope Cruz. When I wrestle you next week at WrestleMania in the blue cage, I'm going to throw you from heights like you never reach because I'm the cream with a crop. Right? 
Have you considered, <laughs> I like how you ended that impression, like we all knew exactly what you were going to do. Mm-hmm. I think you should do away with the Francis character and mm-hmm. just be Macho Man from now on. No, I agree. Yeah. I think you're right. Fill, fill that void in our society. Yep. There's not enough Macho Man to go around these days. R.I.P. Macho Man. Yep. Um. So we are joined once again by Alice as well. Alice was at my house oh. last night, so you're the golden <laughs> child. How are you doing, Alice? I guess I'm here. Uh, I'm I'm doing good. I was at your house last week. I pet mm-hmm. your dog, which mm-hmm. uh, is both a euphemism and also a thing that I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, played some magical spells, and uh, that's about it. We played jack off party games. That was our main jack. Yeah, we did play jack off party games. I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did TKO. TKO. That's a fun game. The best one they've ever made. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in my stream always ask me why I don't play uh, Jackbox party games on stream on Twitch, and the answer is, you people are bad. Yeah, right? Because people are racist assholes. Right, because there's at least one guy who's just going to be racist as all hell. So yeah. here's a fun story. When me and Alice were at E3, we met oh, yeah. somebody from Jackbox party games. And uh, I was we were joking with him, like, do you guys save for like legal purposes all of the Jack, like the TKO shirts and stuff, and the answers and stuff? Because oh no, we purge them just about as quick as we can. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. really? And he's like, because I'm like, why? Because they're pretty much all swastikas. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Is like, like he what? also mentioned that they very purposefully do not put their logo on any of those shirts that you buy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because. They can't control, you know, the the swastikas that people are gonna. Right, because in draw. T, in TKO, uh, uh, Jackbox Party three, Jackbox Party Games three, when you draw a T-shirt with a slogan, whatever that slogan is, whatever that T-shirt is, they will reject quite a few of them. And he did say they do reject all of the like really truly offensive stuff because they don't want to put that stuff in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like something could slip through, and if it ever did slip through, we absolutely do not want to be associated with that. But we do like do check it before somebody screen prints it and whatever. Um, but they, people do make mistakes. There's human error involved. Uh, but you can actually, any t-shirt you make in that game, you can purchase. And that's why I won't stream it. Because if you guys are going to buy something, buy something from my Spreadshirt shop, you son of a bitches. Okay? Don't be giving Jackbox Party Game all that money. Buy, give me a money. I need a money. These boys need a money. Give these boys money. You these can, boys do need a money. If you want to, you can give us money at patreon.com. Slash the Big Stack Podcast. You can watch uh, previous episodes or existing new episodes at youtube.com slash C slash the Big Stack Podcast. You can always uh, go directly to twitch.tv slash big underscore breakfast and give these boys money directly. You deposit can money directly. That's right. Into our pockets. Mm-hmm. It directly into our pockets. There's plenty we of options. Exciting tiers. Yeah, we, yeah. we have uh, a money, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. two money, and trace money. Right. And Talking about that uh, that Patreon, we need to come up with some rewards for the different Yeah, tiers. what do you right. guys want? Drop us comments. Yeah. Fucking mm-hmm. email us. Let us know what you guys want more of, what you want to see. Yeah, because we just like need to be Patreon rewards. We need to be more active over there, really. We, we really mm-hmm. do. And uh, yeah. and that's the thing, because we've still got like 50 people sort of supplying like 75, 80, 90, like a bunch of money. There's a lot of money coming in, like over $100, I think. And if that is what's happening, then we should be supplying content. And if you want to throw a dollar at us, a uh, dollar a month. I'm not even taken from that money, by the way. I'm just giving it to these boys. I just, you know, because here's the thing. If I take your money at this point, I'm just going to build cocaine mountain with it. I'm just going to build a giant mountain of cocaine for hookers to slide down, you know, because that's, that's what I do with my money. These boys, they're going to use it for stuff like uh, existing. Cocaine houses. We're both homeless. We don't have cocaine <laughs> yes. houses to they're live gonna, in. They're going to use this stuff <laughs> so, like food and, um, yeah, and probably not even a single hooker if I had to guess. Nope. No. 
Yeah. No need. We only, we only get uh, hookers that are in deep involved relationships. Hey, so we should talk about video games a little bit because that's I what we're supposed so. to be. Yeah, no, that sounds like fun. Is, has, has Anthem accidentally killed anybody today? <laughs> I, <laughs> What's next for Anthem? Murder spree? I cannot believe that PlayStation is offering refunds. Well, they did very briefly, and now they're saying it was a mistake, and they didn't mean to. Because once it word got mistake. out, it right? was bricking systems, wasn't it? So theoretically, it never, theoretically, it never bricked a system. What happened is it does hard reset the system. And mm. sometimes when you hard reset a PlayStation, it has to go into safety mode. And sometimes when it goes into safety mode, it fails. And so for a handful of PlayStations, it would try to, uh, the safety mode would fail. So they would have to rebuild the library as one of the steps you have to do. And sometimes that failed. Um, and so you had to basically rewrite the entire hard drive, losing all your saved files and losing anything like that. Of course, it's cloud storage and stuff too, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, so for the most part, it never bricked entirely bricked a console. They were Hold always on. able to I be turned stop back you real on. Quick. You said that that was not a big deal. That's a big fucking. It's deal. a big deal. I'm just saying, like, it's not as bad as straight up bricking. So everybody was yeah, saying these are straight up bricking, right? right now. In some cases, people have been un unable to get their systems to turn back on, and PlayStation believes that to be user error. Like, they will walk you through how to turn it back on, and then you fail. And they're like, all right, we'll just give you the money back, and you can send us the PlayStation, mm. and we will turn it back on for you. Um, so PlayStation has tried to work with people. But at the end of the day, I, it's, even though the problem wasn't as bad as I had originally stated on my YouTube channel, and as bad as everybody is stating, it was still wiping some hard drives and still causing some hard resets and still causing people to have to go through a bunch of steps to turn their console back on. And some people don't know how to do that and couldn't find a guide for it. So they're end up taking their PlayStation to the GameStop and trading it in for $18 because they don't know how to get the stupid thing to turn back on. So it's not truly bricking. But your video game probably shouldn't be doing that. And if, if EA has the resources to pay their CEOs tens of millions of dollars in bonuses, then they have the resources to test. That's my opinion. And not release a game that will do this. Because we can sit here all day and say, oh, it's not actually bricking. It's not really that bad. It's fucking unacceptable that this would happen yes. to, to a console. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, at least the game is well worth the risk. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, people seem to really love it. People are having yeah. a great time. So what, I, Is anybody here still playing it? I mean, are, are either of you? I, I, plan to, I, I plan to go back to it. I've always planned to go back to it. I'm just waiting for it to get done. And the one that's more done, I plan to go back to it. Say, like, I did, I did, I'm meaning to try Sea of Thieves again. And I went back and played No Man's Sky again. You know, I, I, I want to go back and play these games when they are good. So I'm waiting for Anthem to get good. And some people are still playing it and enjoying themselves. Well, what were the, what were the traumas for the week? There was, the starter one... The level one starter gun turned out to be better than every other weapon due to a bug. Uh, yeah. Rad. So, uh, yeah, they, they found out that um, the way the system that allows you to play with players of any level, the scaling system, also, like, worked on the starter gun. And it just so turned out that the way that it scaled made it the strongest gun in the game, at least on the same level as uh, in-game weapons. It did the same amount of damage, sometimes more. Right. Uh, so, you great. don't need to grind for any gear. You spawn with the best. Awesome. Gun. Look, you guys were ever you know complaining about too long of a grind. We gave you the best gun up front. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was really uh, interesting, like looking at the number crunching and stuff that the subreddit did to prove that. And they're like, "Oh, it's just a bug with the gun." But it, I'm afraid, and I don't know for certain. Certain, but if you guys remembered, Oblivion used some really bad scaling. And so oh, the, yeah. the level scaling system, basically the weapons that you had didn't even really matter. 
No. And so I'm almost afraid Leveling that that matter. might be something they have done here as well. Yeah. And so it's really scary if that's what they've done. And I hope that turns out not to be the case. I'm waiting for people to crunch the numbers and prove it wrong. And I want it to be wrong. I do. But I have discovered, uh, EA and BioWare have discovered a brand new marketing technique that I've never thought of. And it's working. What's that? Screw up your game so bad, people just get tired of complaining about it. <laughs> just, I'm just tired of it. People are tired of listening to it on my YouTube channel. I'm tired of talking about it. Literally, if a BioWare dev just shoots people in the face tomorrow, I'm just going to be like, all right, I don't want to talk no. about it anymore. Just let them have it. What do you expect, point. right? Right. If they if they just start deleting people's files and banning them for showing up, like I, just, I guess the same thing happened with Fallout seventy six. I just got so fatigued talking about that game. Like they what? They banned somebody who played the game for nine hundred hours for having too much ammo. I don't care anymore. I just don't. I don't. I can't talk about it anymore. I can't talk. But they did what? They 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 put stuff on sale the day it launched, so it was half off the day it launched, even though it's never had its price and it was limited time content. So by the time the sale was over, it was already gonna be gone. So it was a lie. That it was. I don't care. I don't care. They did what they put stuff in. The, they put microtransactions of the game that affect the gameplay. I don't care. I just I can't care anymore. Sure. I just can't care. I, anymore. I mean, you just write it off, right? I think right. It's exhausting to continue. How how can there be more things that Fallout seventy six right. continues to do wrong? Yeah, I but we we're done with that game. Yeah, Bethesda could straight up like have old tweets from two thousand nine that were like sexist and racist. At this point, nobody would even care. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, all right, whatever. That's fine. You can do whatever you want at this point. You just do, just murder somebody. Just shoot somebody in the face. We don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know that all that's true. But I am on board with this this fatigue thing because I'm I'm sick of talking about Anthem already. Right? Yeah. I going in going from Fallout 76 talking shit about Anthem, I was sick of talking about Anthem already. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, you know, they just keep messing up. So actually we have a, a question from chat that's kind of related to nice. this. Uh, from Darth Skywalker 77. Uh, I'm going to rephrase it just a little bit um, because they typed it in Twitch chat and it's a little uh, rushed. Uh, so this anthem seems like uh, people are not super on board with it. I don't know how much money it made. I don't know how many copies they sold. Do you think that if Bioware has a game that is a flop in the near future, either Anthem if it's not successful or whatever next game they work on, do you think that's it for, for Bioware? Do you think EA just kills them? I think Anthem is done. I, I think Anthem is the one that killed Bioware. Um, I think, so, the Bioware we already knew and loved was gone. That's true. Um, right. They, and, and you look at what they did with Mass Effect Andromeda, you, even when you look back what they did to Mass Effect 3, you look at the last Dragon Age game, um, the company that made Mass Effect 1 and 2, the, the, the people that made Dragon Age 1, that company's gone. And, and so we're never getting that back. Uh, sure. That said... Anthem's failure is probably going to force them to restructure to some extent. And I don't think it'll shut it down. I don't think they'll bury the label. I think the label will continue to exist. But I would expect them to start slimming down what Bioware is doing because Bioware has proven to not be able to make the kind of money that EA wants. Because Anthem, at its core, sold a good amount of numbers. It sold a good number of copies. A lot of people got the the, the pres- subscription service to play it. A lot of people did everything they could to play that game. And those people are spending money on the microtransactions because they know it's important they do if they want to keep that game and that company alive. There's still plenty... That money's going to make game... Uh, that game is going to make money. It's not going to make enough for EA because there isn't enough for EA. So they will cannibalize that company as soon as they get a chance. And so it didn't matter. I, unless Anthem was the new Destiny and it turned out not to be. Um, it, yeah. It's in, it's in, they're in some serious trouble. I think. What do you guys think? 
I mean, I agree with that. Um, I think what you said before about like the guys that made the games that we liked from Bioware, right? Dragon Age 1 and, and so on. It's the same thing with a lot of companies these days, right? Uh, I imagine it's very similar with Bethesda. I don't know how many original team members they still have going on there that put any kind of work into Fallout 76. My understanding was that was a, a, a team of newer people. Blizzard, all of the guys that made Diablo 1 and 2, StarCraft, Rude War, they're all gone. They're all on other projects or retired now. So, I mean, we've talked about this before, but it sucks. And, and hopefully other development teams will jump in to fill that void of like, no, we make good games. CD Projekt Red, so far, makes good games. I'm going to talk about something here that I know will get clipped and taken out of context, and I don't care. Oh, I can't we, wait to edit this. This we will can, be great. They're going to enjoy the PR from it, okay? We'll enjoy the PR from it, because there's no such thing as bad press. Okay, so we do know for a fact that um, BioWare and a lot of other companies have been doing a lot more diversity hires. And I am not saying, and a lot of people are going to take this the wrong way, that diversity hires are bad at their jobs. Of course not, okay? Uh, uh, any person uh, from any diverse walk of life can code a video game. I genuinely believe that. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't dare talk about this if I believed otherwise. But a lot of diversity hires will be new to making games, right? Now, sure, and, because they haven't been represented in the industry before. Right. And so it would make a lot of sense if some of the games that are being created by teams that are being filled with diversity hires um, don't have the polish, don't have the experience that previous games from those companies did have. Right. Even if you have the same lead, if you have the, the same lead from a previous successful game, the team under him is going to greatly impact that game. And so I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not even saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying you might expect to see a little bit of speed bumps. Nothing big, nothing huge, nothing like terrible games. I'm not saying anything like that. Just some speed bumps in if as we transition into having a much more diverse team. And, uh, you know, brand new hires, more, more importantly, brand new hires. You know what I'm saying? People who haven't got to experience the field very much. So I disagree with that for, for two reasons. Um, one being that having new talent in, a, in an industry, right? If, if what we were seeing were these small speed bumps that you're talking about, that would make sense. Like, oh, well, you know, they, they were new to coding or right. they were new to maybe like some elements of game design then that would make sense. That's not the issue with these games, though. That's not the problem with Anthem. Anthem doesn't have a few small speed bumps. It's fundamentally broken and bad, right? Right. I, I th yeah, Fallout I mean 76 was fundamentally broken and bad. Now, some of the mistakes that were made in 76 do seem like they were the problem with newer uh, developers, right? Like the idea that the nuke codes were uh, hard-coded in rather than rotating so that right, once of course, somebody yeah. had them, they could just repeat them. That's something that a newer programmer, like that's that kind of mistake that they would make. Whether they're a diverse hire or not doesn't really matter. That That's just sort of like, that's a newbie mistake to make. Right, and that's, yeah, and that's exactly, and that's the only thing I'm saying. It's since it is a newbie mistake to make, since you're hiring a lot of new people who have not got to work in the industry before, this is the first generation of, from, really, like, they wanted to be in the industry, but are finally getting the opportunity, um, you know, that's the kind of mistake a newbie is going to make. That's all I'm saying. I get that, and, and you know, that kind of stuff does happen. Uh, my other problem with that is that, I mean, when the guys that made Diablo 1, which is pretty regarded as like a, a important game in gaming history, it was mm -hmm. sort of the, the dawn of the action RPG age, they were all new to making games. 
they weren't brand new. They like tinkered around and they were all, you know, pretty good programmers. Right, that's actually, yeah, you might be, you might be entirely right they, at the end of the day. They were all new right. to making games like, and they made a brand new genre that has, you know, survived to this day. And certainly so, I can, I won't slam anybody right now, but I can name four or five straight white men who made some pretty bad gaming decisions. That they think, absolutely. You know, so absolutely. Yeah, I guess it's, it, it might, it's, yeah, I, I'm just trying, I'm just spitballing here. I probably shouldn't sure, I, put I that understand. in a podcast. It's something that's interesting to talk about. People are going to like take it out of context. I knew as soon as I said it, people were like, Oh, how dare he even have these thoughts? Well, we've arrived that I'm probably wrong, um, and I'm comfortable at being probably wrong, but sure. they'll f- ignore that part. But it is it is interesting. Um, it is interesting to see how Anthem has kind of blown up. It's it's interesting to see how Anthem has just kind of because there was so much there that is fun and good, and a lot of people are having fun with it. It's also so weird that there was no pinging on the map like did you not think that would be a thing we would want as a ping system meanwhile over at over at uh you know apex legends they have the most advanced ping system that ever existed why not and it's being published by the same publisher so maybe we all want to be able to lay waypoints in a multiplayer game maybe we want to be able to communicate in a multiplayer game and that's the kind of stuff that escaped the folks at anthem or maybe worse if it didn't escape them they're like no we shouldn't put it in there because people could use it to communicate and communicating is bad Right. That's that's my main problem with Anthem is that they they took so many things and then they did it in the third or lower best way to to you know have that system work right they everybody's talking about oh it's fun to fly around and be Iron Man and stuff and and I get that but like I need to fly for more than thirty seconds at a time it's weird that you would build your entire game around this movement and then limit it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for what, what is, purpose what is the Why benefit how does that add to the gaming experience why can't i fly forever right why and can't it, i ping and even, even on like a vorthos level of like hey lore wise can you explain to me why my super advanced robot suit can only fly for 30 seconds at that point why is it worth having this giant thing on my fucking back i will go as far as to say if we were able to talk about um lifestyle adv- or like uh quality of life issues the mm-hmm. worst example of that's still Red Dead 2, which is doing errands on horses the game, right? <laughs> it's like, like it's the combat is fun and like uh, world exploration is fun and advancing the plot is fun. But boy, does it get samey when it comes to riding your horse to the thing and riding your horse from the thing and riding your horse to the thing and riding your horse from the thing. Oh, my God. Like, could you not anticipate how much I would want fast travel? Well, it's it's more it's more realistic. Yeah, I don't care about realistic. We uh, what was the we happy few? Well, we wanted to make it a survival game. Why? Just tell me that really awesome story you have. Don't mire it down by me having to eat and drink and find food and water. Is that integral to the story? No. Well, why did you do it? Because those games were popular when we started designing it. Okay, I guess. Here's, just, here's my, my thing with, like, well, we wanted it to be more realistic, right, with Red Dead and, and the lack of fast travel. If you're going to put the mechanic of there's no fast travel and you have to ride a horse, make it interesting to do that. If that's going to be a big part of your gameplay, if you know that players are going to spend hours and hours and hours riding that horse across this beautiful landscape that you created, populate it. Put think, enough stuff in it that it's in it's encourages me to want to do which, that. That they, I have fun traversing this land. They do that in free roam, absolutely. What they don't do is when you're doing a mission and you're going from one place to another for the purposes of that mission, it becomes super boring because all you have to do is listen to the guy on the horse. Or listen to the guy next to you. Well, I'll tell you something, man. When we get there, I want to get a gun I'm going to do shooting. What kind of shooting you plan to do? Uh... With guns. Yeah, I hope they have guns. I'll take the guns they have when we get there. Uh, why am I listening to this? Can I just go there? Can I just appear there now? 
And maybe to some people that is enough, right? If they have this kind of like monologuing going on and it's well-written dialogue, then maybe that is enough. But if you're not going to allow me to jump off my horse and go and explore because I got to go do this mission, just mm. do a cutscene, right? You don't even have to give me warp points. Just, oh, you're going to go do a mission across the world. Yep. Want to maintain that element of realism? Just fade to black and then fade back in with them riding in on the horse. Yep, that, that, was, that was my main problem. I actually had a reverse problem where I wanted all of the dialogue. I liked writing to and from places. Whenever I got to the place, the, the missions were a little boring most of the time. It was shoot 10 guys. Um, but they needed it to be a cutscene whenever you were writing because your horse could like wander off the road or if you, you weren't paying attention and holding the button, uh, you would fail the mission. And that was annoying and weird that it worked that way. You're right. It should have just been a cutscene that like faded in, do a cutscene with all the cool dialogue, fades out, we're there, do the mission, whatever. The, Boogie, are you blind or a blues brother? I'm a blues brother, clearly. Oh, okay. I, Which I'm, one? If the John, one? The one John Candy would have been. Hmm. The one with bad teeth, whichever that one is. <laughs> um, you got any weird questions this week? I'm so I'm like I'm so into the video games I'm playing right now, but I'm so tired of talking about bad ones. Well, yeah. I mean, do you want to just talk about the good video games you're playing? Hey, Devil May Cry Five just came out. Yeah, and uh, I want to it, talk about Devil May Cry Five. It looks really good, and here's a secret: I have never played a Devil May Cry game. I've downloaded a couple, and I like dabbled with them, and I'm like, Ugh, I don't know if this is for me. Because they kind of play like Bayonetta, but not as cool, in my opinion. And my first experience with the Devil May Cry game was DMC, which I liked the idea of going in. I was like, oh, let's go kill the Fox Network, I guess. That'd be funny. <laughs> um, in, you know, in, in a video game, not in real life, <laughs> obviously. But, uh, and, but then I'm just like, this isn't very good. So, Devil May Cry 5 is being told, I'm being told it's very, very good. And it's got a Metacritic score of like an 87. Please... Tell me why it's good. So uh, I don't. I haven't played it yet. Um, I had very, very similar opinions to Devil May Cry as you did. I rented one back when that was still a thing. Uh, when I was young, I think I rented like Devil May Cry two. And even though I was probably at that age, it just struck me as like, oh, this is an edgy game for teenagers. Now I, I didn't play it very much. The people that love it, absolutely, you are entitled to love it. I don't, you know really have an opinion whether or not on, on it was good but that styling kind of put me off of the series in general watching trailers for this one and i remember seeing them at e3 i was like yeah it just looks like more of the same whatever they had like a band come and play that played like the worst song oh ever. that was so bad i'm have sorry you seen the live action trailers for Devil May Cry or the live action cutscenes? No, I know if you get the deluxe edition, you get those live action cutscenes, which is you get weird. the deluxe edition. You get live action reenactments of every cutscene in the game. They are some of the best footage I have seen in a video game in my life. This is not hyperbole. This is not an over exaggeration. It is absolutely brilliant, and I want to buy it for that reason alone. I don't even know if I want to play the game, but I want to watch those. All right, and well, watching those made me realize that it doesn't take itself seriously, at least in this version. And that makes me love the, hey, yeah, our, our game is you know edgy for teenagers and, and whatever. It makes it totally fine for me. It makes it fun and interesting. And I'm way more excited to play a Bayonetta-style game that is cool being silly with itself. Well, you just sold me on it, and I'm downloading it right now. All nice. right. Right. You're going to love these cutscenes. Also, I guess I should say that I do have a code from the folks over at Capcom. They actually reached out to me with this one, so I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, that's very nice. Yep, very cool. Thanks, Capcom. Thanks, Capcom. Like Hashtag podcast. Hashtag not a sponsor. 
but hashtag I got something for free, so I should be careful when I talk about it. Because I'm, yeah. I'm all about the disclosure. So, uh, yeah, it looks really good. I, I'm, I'm excited to play it. Um, are you guys playing anything right now that's fun? Uh, I'm playing a lot of Tetris 99. Yeah. There is currently an event going on called the Maximus event. Uh, the, the 999 people with the most wins at the end of tomorrow... Uh, get 999 Nintendo gold coins, which is roughly 10 US. Oh my God, that's amazing. Uh, so I'm, <laughs> I'm excited uh, to play. I have zero wins so far <laughs> because I can, I can hit top 10 pretty regularly. Uh, have a, I have get second sometimes. I have a problem closing it out. I have exactly one win on Tetris 99, period, and it happened before this event started. Always a Tetris bridesmaid. Yeah, never, <laughs> never a Tetris bride. We'll, I marry we'll that line piece. The best I've ever made it was fourteenth, uh, and okay. I, that's yeah. I can't even, I can't even fathom what it's like to be in the very tip top. <laughs> it gets fucking intense. I've watched Jacob play a lot of Tetris. It's a lot of fun. That game is. I'm, I'm playing that a lot. I'm gonna stream it uh, after this as well. So we did a. Uh... What, what was that game? Book of Demons. We um, kind of like an old throwback to Diablo 1. It's a small little indie game on Steam that was surprisingly fun and, and pretty well made. I enjoyed that. It's, uh, yeah, it's developed by a company named Thing Trunk. T-H-I-N-G. T-H-I-N-G Trunk. Uh, and they formed their studio around the idea that they miss um, 90s RPGs. And so they have started developing seven games that are all throwbacks to uh classic rpgs from the 90s and this first one is a throwback to diablo one it's called book of demons um it's really fun i like it a lot cool uh play with mouse and keyboard its controller support is not there mm. it, you can play on with the controller it does not work very good um but i i don't know if it's still on sale it was on sale on steam as well and uh it's it's a cool idea I, I like what their studio is trying to do that's that's really interesting and to have this like big grand plan yeah. for exactly the like the roadmap for the next probably 15 years or so of development i appreciate that i mean hopefully it leads to games that feel a little bit more well thought out uh which i think is a problem with some of the more modern games that we get uh, you know Companies want to jump on bandwagons of like, well, battle royales are hot right now, or survival games are hot right now. So they kind of just shit them out as quickly as possible, and it suffers, right? The gameplay often suffers when your game feels like it was made by a committee and not by people that had a passion for it, which is something that we talk about a lot on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record, but I believe that it's it's an important part of the development process, in my opinion. Talking about uh, battle royales, I was looking around. And PUBG Mobile, the mobile version of PUBG, uh, did a crossover event with Resident Evil 2, where they added a, a uh, I guess, a horde mode, where there's a bunch of zombies in the game. And then at night, uh, Resident Evil 2 remake uh, bosses show up and try to kill you. So they just, like, added Mr. X and G1 or 2, whatever, the guy with the big eyeball in his shoulder, oh, sure, yeah. they just show up and try to kill you, but like on your phone. I mean, that actually sounds cool. It right? sounds cool. That sounds like a lot more fun than PUBG to me. Almost got me to download PUBG Mobile. Almost, not Almost. quite. Almost. Almost. Yeah, I. That's what I'm hoping for Apex Legends, which I'm still enjoying. But 
I'm hoping they'll get weird with it. Like, uh, you know how they had Thanos and Fortnite for a little while. I want like a weekend where there's, uh, you know, uh, Titans. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. I and mean, there's like, there's a power up somewhere where you get to be a Titan. Um, so there's another thing that got leaked this week that I'm hesitantly leaks. excited about. Hesitant leaks. Um, I had to go to my doctor for those. Battlefield Five is finally getting its battle royale mode, and yes, it's it's got okay. vehicles. And the okay. way they are balancing out vehicles, including tanks, dude. The way they are balancing out vehicles is their anti-tank weapons, right? So if you happen to pick up a battle, uh, happen to pick up a um, anti-tank weapon, then you will be able to destroy that vehicle super quick, super easy. So that's the risk you take by getting into a vehicle. You are gambling whether or not anybody in you is, near you has been uh, lucky enough to pick up anti-tank stuff. Otherwise, you're near invulnerable. That sounds like bad game design for a battle royale, yeah. but it also sounds like good game design for a battle royale. Because mm -hmm. either you're going to win because they didn't have the thing, or you are going to lose because they do have the thing, and that's the choice you make when you climb into that tank. Right. It, it kind of comes down to that like weird 50-50, which does not sound like really fun. Th that sounds like like it would be fun for a weekend, you know? Right. Not to have currently going on. The, a lot of these things, I think, stay fresh if you can rotate stuff like that in and out. Right. Now, if you're doing oh, motorcycles this week. That would be interesting in Apex, though, if you think about it, because there's the team-based system and the resurrection-based system. So since you can get resed, in, uh, you would get into the Titan, you would kill a couple of guys, then you would get killed while you're in the Titan, then they recover your corpse, and then, uh, you know, you, you continue to go, but the it was almost exclusively a good thing that you found the uh, Titan, mm -hmm. you know, because you, you lost one life, but you were able to get resurrected, and that's the risk, you know, now they have to try to fight to resurrect you, so you were able to be super powerful for a short period of time, I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's interesting, because I feel like the Battle Royale genre has only barely been touched, and, uh, you know, obviously Fortnite innovated with building and they mostly innovated on how to sell you crap <laughs> unfortunately yeah um and apex then decided to really go into the gameplay aspect and i think uh, cliff blazinski's uh short-lived like week-long lived battle royale radical was, heights yeah radical heights was interesting too like at least the concept behind it and the vending machines and killing people earning you money and using that to buy stuff from the vending machines and bicycles and stuff that was all interesting too i really would like to have seen what that turned into but i really feel like it's such a stupid decision to make a battle royale right now because it's such a saturated market. And even if you do come on top like Apex has, there'll be a new battle royale in a month. And it'll probably destroy right. things. If not two months, if not six months, you're, gonna, you're not going to be on top for long. But I do want people to innovate with that formula. I really do want them to get weird with it, man. Get weird with it. How about... How I about, mean, Apex is, is kind of like a big uh, crossover between like Overwatch and general battle royales, right? With well, all right. Just having you know, classes and different abilities, and that made me enjoy it a lot more than I normally would have. How about all right? Here we go. We take uh, just off the top of my head. Somebody make this game and then give me a check. But okay. um, we take the classic Universal monsters, okay? Like the mummy. You got the mummy. You've and got the Wolf Man. You've got the creature, creature from, from the, the Black, Black Lagoon. Lagoon. You got the Invisible Man. Is it, who else is there? Is there anybody else? Am I missing somebody? Uh, did you say the Wolf Man? Did you yeah. say Dracula? Okay, then you yeah, got the Dracula, Dracula right? Okay, so it's a battle royale game where everybody spawns at a random point on a map, and you got 60 players or so. And it's a survival, monster survival. The, the classic universal monsters are going to be in the game. 
but you don't know who those monsters are going to be because the they're literally power-ups somewhere on the map. So when you first start the game, you're a survivor and you're gathering all the things you need and you're trying to get the, the weapons that you're going to need. You need the garlic to defeat Dracula and you're trying to get the silver bullets to defeat the Wolfman and you're trying to get some you know night vision specs so you can see the Invisible Man and I don't know what kills the creature from the Black Lagoon. You're trying to get everything ready to Probably go. regular bully so forestation. And, and then, oh my God, there it is. There's the power up. There's the giant, like, upside down cross or whatever that turns me into Dracula. Now I'm Dracula. Now I'm going to start killing survivors. And then somebody does manage to kill you as Dracula. Then, uh, boom, you get to be Dracula. Uh, the person that kills you gets to be Dracula, right? And then it's the whoever gets to be the final four uh, monsters at the end of the game. No, I, that sounds really cool to me. Like, I, I like the idea of this sort of asymmetrical multiplayer. Do you, like, do the monsters just win as a team? Like, they if would win the as monsters. If all the monsters die, uh, the monsters will win as a team. And so, like, the only way the survivors could ever technically win is to become the monsters. So okay. one, once there's only four monsters left, there you go. Got it. And then just four monsters at the end duke it out? Yeah. The four no, they don't. They that, just they win. That would be interesting, but they would probably just win at that point. Okay. No, that sounds kind of interesting, actually. I, I, mean, I like that idea. Right. And Especially it, because, uh, you know, now the monsters, like, have to try and team up if they can, but they're scattered across the map and they don't know who each other are. So, like, you're going across a rise and then you just, oh, it's the Wolfman on the Invisible Boy. We Let's do it. Let's go murder those that squad of unsuspecting idiots. Hmm. And see, that's just literally... Off the top of my head, riffing on what could potentially be a new Battle Royale game. Why are people not pitching crazy stuff like that? So that sounds like a lot of fun to me. One of the things that I've never really understood uh, why... This is something that um, entrenched franchises tend to do a lot. Like League of Legends will have like Earth Mode and... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Here's the Storm, Dead Game, Rip. Uh, we'll have like weekly brawls that are just like, Hey, it's the game, but with some weird rules. I'm surprised we don't get more of that in... Uh, battle royales because it seems like it's a game that would really open itself up to that kind of thing you don't have to disable the regular mode of gameplay for apex legends but if you just had the wolfman in there yeah. right well fortnite if did do did that for a, a week or for fortnite was pretty pretty much doing that for a while they were getting like okay. little weird game modes every once in a while but here's the thing and this is what drives me stupidly crazy okay like you look at rockstar right now and uh, or, or even Apex Legends or Fallout 76. If Fallout 76, when it launched, or when Rockstar launched Red Dead Online, and they had a roadmap, Apex did have a roadmap. Here's our seasons, here's what's coming, here's what you can expect in the seasons. It gives you something really forward to look, something to look forward to, right? And then when that season finally launches, boom, here's this crazy new thing. You can do this crazy new stuff. Call of Duty uh, Black Ops and or, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 did that, but again, the 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 entire special thing is mostly about one new operator and some stuff you can buy. It's all about stuff you can buy. Rainbow Six uh, Siege does that as well. Here's a few new operators, but I'm talking go weird with it, get crazy with it. Red Dead Redemption Online, the only way to recover that game right now is to do something crazy with it. Introduce UFO alien crash landings and free play mode and then special game modes where you're murdering aliens together. It, introduce zombies mode. Everybody wants zombies so bad for Red Dead. Meanwhile, you go to Rockstar's webpage and you're like, hey, what's the roadmap for the next six months? We don't know. I don't know. We haven't published it. We probably know. We're just not telling you. Why? 
Like, that's the thing. Like, and so all of these companies want the money from a games as a service, but they don't know how to do games as a service, right? Was, was Red Dead designed that way? It always felt like the multiplayer was sort of tacked on at the end to make a quick buck and because it's popular. I did talk to somebody briefly at Rockstar, and I got the impression from talking to them that they basically focused on the single-player game and then it planned to build... Um, the, 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 the multiplayer as or organically as possible. Like, let's see what the players want and listen to them and build what they want. It seems like that's what they were probably going for. I don't know for certain, obviously, um, and, and, and he didn't tell me one way or the other, but what I'm, it does seem like you're right that they mostly focused on the single player and then shifted towards the multiplayer as something to do between now and Bully 2 or now and Manhunt 3 or whatever it is they're going to do next, you know. Grand Theft Auto 6, whatever. Um, and so, yeah, it, it really does. When you go back and you play Red Dead Redemption 2 online, you're just kind of like, oh, there's not much here. This is like nothing. There's literally nothing here. It's, it does seem tacked on, but it, surely they would want more of that Grand Theft Auto money. Surely they would want a second yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Why wouldn't you? Right. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, Grand Theft Auto is delivering lots and lots and lots of money. And Lucky Monks in chat brings up a, uh, a good point about being worried about overpromising. And then right, not sure. being able to deliver, right. and roadmaps are set up to to have that happen. That's why whenever you read roadmaps, they're pretty vague. Like Apex Legends roadmap is doesn't even tell us when it's gonna start, right? Yeah, like seems- I I woke up March first and was like, all right, time for my Apex Legends battle pass, and here we are, ten days into March, still no battle pass. Sure. I just want more. Uh, I just want more uh, operators, man. Give me more operators. I haven't bought all the ones that are in there, but I still want more. Um, somebody's talking about the Division Two, and we talked about it about last week. But I just want to say for the people talking about Division Two in chat, it so looks like a game that I am going to not play, <laughs> um, and it's because it looks like it's built not for me, but for Division One fans. And if you're a Division One fan, I hope you have a great time playing more of the Division. But unfortunately, the more 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 of the Division does not appeal to me. As a Division One fan, more of the Division doesn't appeal to me either. You know, they they did some things in two that I think are fun. I, I like how they expanded the talent tree. Uh, a lot of the new gadgets are neat. They're kind of wildly imbalanced, but they're cool and, and fun to use. It's not enough to justify a full price tag for me. Like, I, I don't, I, I'd already kind of stopped playing the Division One. I, I don't want to pay $60, $80 to play more of it. I will tell you what is exciting about today, though. Today oh. is March the 10th. It's officially Mario Day. That's right. It's Mario Day. Zero. March 1-0. It's Mario Day. What mm-hmm. are you guys doing for Mario Day? I'm I... doing Mario. Like sexually? Yeah. Okay. So that brings me to a weird question. If you could have sex All right. with any Mario character, which Mario character would you like to have sex with? Uh, does Luna come with Rosalina? <laughs> what do you want Rosalina to do to you? Well, no, it's, no, it's, it's more not. that I want I want Rosalina, but I only if like Luma's gonna be there. Like you want him to watch? What are you doing? No, I want to fuck a star. Oh, and, no, I get to start. Nobody has ever fucked a star. No, I get that. Well, yeah, I get that. I'm 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 on board. Okay, yes, it, she does come with Rosalina. It comes with the star. And before somebody gets me on like, oh, it's like a little baby star. It's still a star. It's thousands and thousands of years old. Exactly billions of years old exactly um see even you're afraid of gotcha culture (laughs) uh (laughs) jacob i play gotcha games all the time birdo furdo 
you going to figure out what the Birdo. Do you just want to know about the eggs? I got some questions for Birdo. I got some questions for oh. Birdo. Oh man. Oh. What about you, Bug? Don't be hey, Boogie. Yeah. Don't be upset. You asked this question. You did you ask. Opened yeah. this door. I'm just so confused. Because how do you have sex with Birdo? Do you put it where the eggs come out? Is that what you're gonna do? Is that but oral? has more anatomy than that, right? I know. I'm just saying, is that oral that's for between, Birdo or is that actual that's sex? That's between me and Birdo. Because okay. if you think about it, the mouth is where the eggs come out, so that's probably where the sperm goes in. What? 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 Exactly. What? Do you do you know how eggs work? Yeah, you... you, you <laughs> You ejaculate the chicken, the male chicken ejaculates into the female chicken and fertilizes the eggs. Yeah, but not through the same place. Yeah, through the same place. Eggs Boogie, come out of chicken vaginas. Eggs come out of chickens' vaginas, don't they? Boogie, go right now, Google chicken sex. Okay, get on that list. <laughs> get on that list. But I need I... it's important to me that you know. I am sexually attracted to Mauser. To to Bowser? To Mauser. Mauser. Yeah. Who is Mauser? He's the mouse that throws bombs from Super Mario Brothers 2, which is available on your Nintendo Switch via oh. the online oh. app. Okay. The online What about here. Mauser really does it for you? Is it the bombs? It's like the that feeling of an exp- Oh, it's the shades. It's the shades, man. He just looks cool, dude. Like I would like to hook up with that dude. <laughs> Because he's he's got the shades on, so you know he's smoking the How are you not remarried? Exactly. Because <laughs> Mauser doesn't exist, okay? Now, oh, I'm saving did. myself for Mauser. I'm saving myself for Mauser. All right, so here's another here's another strange question. Okay. Yeah, what do you got? What would your pimp name be? What would your um... pimp name be? Got to think about this one for a little while. Last night we were we were using magic cards to determine what your pimp name would be. Specifically, we were playing apples to apples with magic cards, mm-hmm. which if you've never done that is a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need a copy of apples to apples; you just need some magic cards, and then you just make up dumb criteria like best pimp name or you know greatest hat, best babysitter, and then you just you know stick a magic card in the pile. This is who would have the best pimp name. Right, man. I take one week off. From Saturday nights, and I miss. No, we had blessed. Yeah, we had a really good time. Yeah. Uh, what was your pimp name in Magic, Alice? Do you remember? In Magic, uh, what one? Oh man, what was mine? I'm, t- I'm trying to remember what was mine and what uh, actually won. I think Prime Speaker Zagana won. Yeah, that <laughs> That's makes pretty, sense. It's uh, pretty good. No, that, I'm sorry, that one won uh, Best Mumble Rapper. <laughs> Prime Speaker Zagana is a really good mumble rapper. Yeah. Uh, what I can't one? Remember the pimp name. The, my favorite one. Uh, the question was asked. Uh, this this is a new um, suppo- this is a new cream for your hemorrhoids. And somebody, oh, yeah. somebody played Lava Claw Reaches. Yeah, Lava Claw Reaches. <laughs> and what I, I like about this because hemorrhoids burn, so Lava Claw makes sense. But the fact that it was the Reaches is the what reaches. got me. Because that meant he's getting the deep hemorrhoids. <laughs> he's not. See, I want those little insert tubes, the whole nine yards. So my my pimp name, I think yeah. I would like to be known as uh, Big Daddy Fucks a Lot. Big Daddy Fucks a Lot. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a like an explanation for that or anything? Is it or is it just like right on the well, nose? Well, I don't have sex a lot. In fact, I've not had a lot of sex. So it would be an, uh, hopefully a non-ironic nickname, and hopefully they would think, "Oh, that dude, that dude bangs. That dude smashes." So I should probably have sex with him. <laughs> and then I am large, and uh-huh. I am a, a pet daddy. 
I have a, a dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have a you so have, yeah. None of it's a lie, and except the last part is a, a, a an ironic nickname. Somebody recommends Jacob the Chopper as the pimp name. I don't know what that means. Jacob the Chopper. I mean, like the motorcycle. Does it have to be action? The action both. maybe could be both. Yeah. Mm. What would what you, you got one Jacob? You got one for me? Yeah. Yes. Smooth hand Jacob. <laughs> smooth smooth hand. hand Jacob. Oh, like smooth that. hand. I got your money for you, smooth hand. Yeah. Now, yep. why why smooth hand? It's because got smooth hands. I want to make I want to make people call me smooth hand. Because when when you slap a hoe, you're gentle. Is that it? No. Oh no, that would that would fit. I mean, it would fit, but I'm not. That's not the kind of pimp I am. Okay. Oh, you got. If you're a pimp, you gotta mm-hmm. slap a hoe. No, no, no. Other other routes. What route? Other, more, okay, so routes. girl refuses more to bring positive. Positive reinforcement. Okay, so you're expecting... I'm going to a... go with business pimp. <laughs> business pimp. <laughs> okay, so I have a question, Jacob. Hold on, smooth okay. hand. Smooth hand, so a girl comes to you, and she's supposed to have two grand for you for that week, okay? Sure. And she's only got $800. Now, smooth hand, how are you going to handle that, smooth hand? Oh, she's going to get a coaching. And if she gets <laughs> coaching. coaching, she's going to get written up. That's actually, that's what business pimp specifies in, right? You take, you take those, you know, underperforming employees to me and I, I give them seminars on like, no, this is how this has to work in the future. Yep. Training courses. You can't be doing this. Okay. Now, if you, if you want to go to the company picnic, you've got to be making your quota. You have the more experienced hose trained the, the newer hires. Mm-hmm. All right, Trixie, we have taken a look at the survey data, and it looks like your head game really needs some work. So what we're going to do is we have a 30-minute tutorial here from Mark's, Mark's Hand Jobbers and Hand Bobbers, and we, we want you to study. Now, do you feel like you're just not being properly managed? <laughs> <laughs> this was a fun question. We, we, had need, fun for we need you to take this personality type because we really need to make sure that you're matching with Johns, who are going to vibe with you. <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy idea for a like a call girl service where it matches you based on that like Myers Briggs test. Right. <laughs> I'm an ENFP. I'm looking for an INFP, please. <laughs> I don't know what. Okay, wait, what is what is INFP? What is that? Stand- I don't know what any of introverted. Them um, okay. And extroverted is the first letters E and I. Okay. And okay. then N. Um, probably stands for Nostradamus. Okay. Okay. Um, F as in Chris Farley. And the, there's a J. I know there's a J. Yeah, there's a J, and there's also a P at the end sometimes. And P is peanut for butter and jelly. Pussy. Oh, pussy. Oh, okay. that makes sense. And J is for and Jasmine. Jazz hands. Jazz oh. hands. Yes, jazz I meant to say jazz hands. hands. Yeah, no, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. The point that I'm making is we would make great pimps. Yeah, I, I know, absolutely. Probably. Like, any, la- any ladies listening who want to be tricked out, you can visit our website at uh, – we don't have a website. You can visit our Patreon at patreon.com <laughs> uh, slash the Big Stack Podcast, and you can just give us your money directly there. Yeah. We, 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 yeah, we would be great pimps. Smooth hand, big daddy humps a lot, and business and pimp. Business pimp. <laughs> It's pretty good. So uh, earlier we were talking about events in uh, Fortnite a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, So their latest one, uh, they are having they're doing a collaboration with the band Weezer. And uh, some of also have a time machine. (laughs) Okay, actually, I'm glad you made that joke. The reason that I wrote this down is because the uh, I, I read the article on The Verge. The headline is 
Fortnite's latest collaboration is with aging rock stars Weezer. <laughs> I'm not trying to at Weezer, but oh, definitely the, the children that play Fortnite, they don't know who Weezer is. No, exactly. The Verge, why the fuck are you roasting <laughs> Weezer like this? No, seriously, like Jeff Keighley, uh, somebody I genuinely love and admire, he tweeted out, if you want to hear the latest Weezer album, you have to play Fortnite and visit yes. Fortnite Island. And I'm like, I know all of those words, but I don't understand <laughs> them in that order. Because I know what a Weezer is, and I know what Fortnite is, and I know what an island is, but what the hell? And so there was a clip of somebody like running through Fortnite Island, and there was just the new Weezer your song playing and i'm like how what why <laughs> what i can't i can't even now don't get me wrong i still love that song from borderlands 2 there ain't no rest for the wicked you know that's not weezer right i know that's, that's not weezer. i'm just saying <laughs> okay. i would have never heard that song any other way and so sure. i get it i get it like it's like that shitty mumble rap song that ed boone likes that they have pr- pr- promoting mortal kombat i don't know what the not what mumble rap that's like jazz scat it's i always consider cinderella's uh theme track to be mumble rap honestly right that's okay anyways so Weezer has a new album coming out and there are some of these songs uh, that you can hear first on Fortnite Island or on Weezer Island in Fortnite. I don't know how Fortnite works. How does a Fortnite work, everybody? I don't understand. Hey, I got a question for you there's guys. A, there, okay, there's creative mode for Fortnite now. And then yeah. you can build stuff in Fortnite in creative mode. If you go into creative mode, that's how you get to Weezer Island. <laughs> that's <laughs> This is a South Park episode, isn't it? <laughs> Teaching adults how to go. Oh, my God. This is a YouTube sketch just waiting to happen. College humor will uh, make it and then make it super progressive somehow. But they will. And they, unfunny. And super unfunny. But it's like a guy wanting to hear the new Weezer album. It's like, well, you're going to have to download Fortnite and go in creative <laughs> mode. And then once you're in creative mode, you can visit Weezer Island. And that's how you listen to the new Weezer album. And then the guy <laughs> just blows his brains out at the end of the sketch. <laughs> that's the entire joke. He's like, well... I'm too old for this world. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is silly. I, I, I mean, I mostly wrote this down because I was kind of annoyed that the Verge is roasting Weezer like this when they're just out here trying to, you know, make music. Yeah. Be a band. Right. I'm not trying to roast Weezer. I just feel like those two demographics don't overlap. No, I, you would think not. I will say I'm really glad Weezer stopped making music right after they released Pork and Beans and have never tried to continue to be relevant. <laughs> Because that was the last good song they made. I'm sorry, Weezer. I'm not that. I'm familiar with the Weezer that was on Rock Band. Yeah. I, Those I, are the I, I only Weezer songs on the radio. I'm going to roast my ex-wife here for a second, but she went and saw Weezer at the amp unironically. And I was like, yeah. why? Did she's she like, have fun? She's like, because it's Weezer. And I'm like, oh, they're playing their old song. She's like, no, the new stuff. And I'm like, really? Oh. <laughs> like, you're willing to do that. That's a thing you want to do. Well, we're getting divorced now. <laughs> and that's why we that got divorced. That's exactly how it happened. Like you're gonna go see Weezer. Boogie's already starting to forget and like fudge <laughs> the the little details and lies and stuff. Yeah, right. That's because of that Weezer concert, right? I'm pretty sure that was Ooh, it. Ooh, we you, I look just like Buddy Holly. If Buddy Holly like let Holly. himself go, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh. <laughs> I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Okay. In my new Disney Princess Battle Royale, which princess are you dropping in as? Mulan. Easy choice, dude. It's so easy. It's easy, Mulan. 
Mulan, have you seen? From Elsa is literally a superhero for God's sake. She's not a Disney princess. Uh, she's not Anna a Disney is. princess though. They both are Disney princesses. Yeah, they, Elsa they both and are. Anna, they Anna, both Elsa are. and Anna are both princesses. Oh. And Elsa is literally a superhero. What is Mulan gonna do when she's literally frozen to death and a giant snow monster punches her in her stupid head? That's fair. That's fair. Uh, That's fair. Mushu's just gonna burn her out. Yeah. How about oh, that? Oh shit! You're right. I forgot about Mushu. Yeah, she about Mushu doing the cricket. I also forgot about Dre. So. Oh, that was you weren't supposed to do that. Fucker, you're not supposed to do that. I know. I'm so bad. Everybody forgets about Dre. All I'm saying well, is, no. does Mulan build her own castle? Can Mushu build a castle out of snow? I don't no. think so. I mean, no. No to all of these things. Yeah. I want to point out that somebody said Shrek, and not only is Shrek not a Disney princess, <laughs> he's not even Disney. <laughs> like, you didn't even say Princess Fiona from the Shrek movies. Shrek isn't even Disney. That's Shrek so... is the princess of that swamp. Uh, and you will recognize his authority. All right. Okay. Uh, we want to, you want a viewer question? Yeah. yeah what do you, this this one's not not as much on the silly side. Uh, this is from my boy Hammer. Ma, is his name my boy Hammer? No, or his name is name Hammer, and he's your boy. Their name is just Hammer. Okay. I added that part. Got it. All right. What Hammer? Don't hurt him. What do you think is the most important aspect of a video game? Uh, for Hammer, it is audio due to how audio affects so many parts of an experience. Uh, I will go ahead and go first. I'll give you guys a second to think about it. Sure. Uh, I love a game that has really good systems for me to interact with. Yeah. I really like uh, either a, a really strategically deep game or a game that has a bunch of options for me, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, I feel like that is the most important part of a game to me. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I, that kind of goes into like what kind of game are we talking about, right? If you're talking about a rhythm game or something like that, then different things are going to be important than if you're talking about a, a shooter or a battle royale or, or a card game. The games that I tend to gravitate towards is exactly what you're talking about, Jacob. Games with fun, deep systems to interact with. But uh, what's an example? Um, Hades is the new super giant game that is not out yet, but um, you can like download the early access for 20 bucks and it's worth it. It's a lot of fun. My favorite thing about those games is uh, the controls are fantastic. The music is is wonderful and the art style is great. And I would kind of rope all that into polish. I think polish is probably the most important thing in a game like that for me. Okay. Yeah, I guess if I'm being entirely honest, I'm not sure this 100% answers the question. I want a game to be easy to play, hard to master. That's why Magic the Gathering has been a game I've played for 25, almost 26 years now. Um, I, 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 and, and so the gameplay loop is probably the most important part to me and I don't give a shit about graphics. I don't care about anything else. The gameplay loop needs to be simple to play. I need to be able to pick it up like a Mario game or like Magic the Gathering and just learn it in a day, learn it in a short period of time. I know what I'm doing here. And then, um, just continually invent and change and, and get weird with it, right? That's what I loved about the first couple of Kingdom Hearts, too, how each world was different and each character you are grouping with was different and how everything constantly changed. Like, here's the basics, now let's get weird with it. And Mad of the Gathering has that every three-month patch where things get weird, you know? Did you finish Kingdom Hearts 3? Because a lot of people were pretty hype on it and were excited when they were playing it in the beginning. Yes. And my understanding is that it doesn't really hold up as you continue to play through it. Oh, so, so no spoilers. So no spoilers. Um, 
they completely did away with the Final Fantasy stuff. It's really weird. Like, I was expecting to see the boys from Final Fantasy XV at some point, the boy band, and I was, like, irritated that they didn't show up at some point. Uh, and, like, like obviously no Cloud and Sephiroth, but, like, the guys from Final Fantasy IX, I'd like to see the monkey, I'd like to see Vivi, and there's, like, little nods to that stuff, but this was more of a Disney game than it was anything. It was a Disney game. So if you don't like Disney and you're more of a Final Fantasy fan, you're going to be frustrated there. The only real Final Fantasy stuff is the storytelling, which is confusing and weird. So if you... If you don't enjoy the Disney part, you're going to get turned off. If you're confused and upset that you're confused about the storyline, you're going to get turned off. If you don't like long cutscenes, you're going to get turned off. If you're a fan of the first two games but haven't played a lot of the sub-games, then you might get turned off. I enjoyed every second of it. And, like, one of the last worlds you go to um, was a movie I, I had not seen, so I went and saw it and then fell in love with the movie and it was so excited because it was fresh in my mind as I explored Fran Sansokyo, and got to explore the big Hero 6 world. Um, and I'm not even a fan of the 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 Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but it this reminded me of my favorite parts of those movies, and my one of my, my favorite movie of the lot. And I'm like, okay, alright, this is good, this is good. So I really enjoy the Disney stuff, and I obviously, you're talking to somebody who has gone to Disneyland six times at this point, point. I'm planning to go back at least two more times this year. You're talking about somebody who's watched every Disney film, and watches them over and over again, and you're talking about somebody who's just eats, sleeps, and breathes Disney. I watch a lot of Disney creators on YouTube talking about the parks, and talking about the history of the parks, and talking about the history of Walt. So I'm, I'm obviously the target audience, and I loved every second of it. The only thing I did not like um, there was something that happened in the ending that I had been waiting for since the end of the first game, and I still didn't get it in this game, and I'm mad, because I was hoping this would be, because I can't, I'm not going to live another 12 years to see another game. So I was finally hoping to see the cliffhanger from the first game in, happen in this game, and it didn't, and I'm mad. Hmm. And it seems like it's just going to be one of those perpetually, you never get it. Like, sorry, yeah. sorry, you're never going to get to do that. Gotta and, keep dangling it in front of you. Right, I'm certainly going to die before it happens. And that mm-hmm. sucks. <laughs> so that was the only thing I was dissatisfied with. But I enjoyed the final fight, I enjoyed the game, I enjoyed the gameplay, I enjoyed play- the, the, the deeper systems. I'm doing post-game content still. I still am looking forward to doing the post-game content. Okay. Um, yep, yeah, it's good. It's really good. I, I'm so, I know a lot of people got turned off, and I know why they got turned off, but I'm their target demographic. I'm a huge fan of the franchise. I'm a huge fan of that gameplay loop. I'm a huge fan of that story, and I'm a huge fan of Disney in general. My only real disappointment is how little Final Fantasy VII was in it. Good. I, I'm glad that uh, Our Final Fantasy you enjoyed it so much. Yeah, it was really good. It's, it's probably going to be my game of the year. I don't know what's coming out that's wow. going to surprise that. Last of Us 2 you know is Cyberpunk probably... 2077 is coming out this No, year. in fact, it looks like it's not, actually. Oh, no! Yeah, but it looks like it's they're, 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 they kind of pushed back at the possibility of it coming back. They're like, you were I mean, definitely... They never officially announced. Yeah, we're, they're like, we're definitely going to have a big showing at E3 this year. And everybody's like, well, that means it's getting released this year. And they kind of push back. I'm like, that doesn't mean that. And you guys should be pre- fully prepared for it not to come out this year. Sure. Right. So who knows at this point? We do have a tentative October release date for Last of Us 2, though, mm-hmm. which means time to go back and play Last of Us 1 and the DLC um, between now and then, boys. Uh, if you guys haven't played it yet, have you guys played it yet? Uh, yes. Dave. I've watched the, the whole story. Right. Have you played through the DLC? I have yet to play no, through the DLC. I haven't played through the DLC. I have watched part of it get played, and I'm like, oh, I'll need to save this for me, and now that's on the list. Um, the problem is I haven't booted up my PlayStation in six months, because uh, I'm just over PlayStation. I'm over PlayStation. Devil May Cry is censored in America only on the PlayStation. Yep. 
You get the Xbox One version, no censorship. You get the PC version, no what, censorship. What is censored? What is censored? Of course, it's anything having to do remotely with nudity. Obviously. Oh, okay, it's nudity. Obviously, anything remotely close to having even PG-13 nudity, PlayStation is against now. Hmm. I, I'm beginning to believe it's because of PlayStation that Mortal Kombat has all their characters covered up. I'm, I'm be truly beginning to believe that. I'll never get Ed to say that. And I've point, I point blank just hinted around with Ed on Twitter at this point. At some point, I'm going to just talk to the guy and be like, you have to tell me why. I guarantee you it's PlayStation at this point. But PlayStation literally now has if you, a worse, effectively worse, or if you're a prude, better version of Devil May Cry. And then what's so crazy about it is they're, ba they're blocking people on Twitter who ask him about it. They're getting, they're getting real. Uh, am I going to get in trouble for putting porn Blu-rays in my PlayStation? Is Sony going to get mad at me? Entirely possible. It's entirely oh, no. possible. Jacob, where are you buying porn Blu-rays? The internet? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, why are you buying porn? You know what? I'll you tell you why. Stream? I'll tell I'll tell you why, because stupid Cox Communication the other day had an outage for like six hours where just nobody had internet. That's, what that's am I supposed to do? Time. What am I supposed to do? do you, you know what? I put a DVD into a DVD player like a fucking caveman. What the hell am I? That's why. That's yeah. why you buy discs. Yeah. When your internet you dies, because then you realize, oh, God, like, I don't. Everything I have relies on the internet. And you don't yeah. realize it. Until you don't have internet. It, I do the same fucking thing every time where, like, I pull out my phone, like, oh, shit, the internet's down on my PC. And then I pull up my phone and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, it's down here, too. <laughs> I can use data, but that's expensive. <laughs> I even I even got a, I, I even got unlimited data when I got my new phone plan. Oh, yeah. And they're like, it's not actually unlimited data. And I'm like, what? The fuck? what? And they're like, you have two unlimited data plans. And I'm like, OK, what are they? It's so like there's one unlimited data plan where when you get to four gigs, we will throttle you if there's anybody else in the area that needs data. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, so the, what's the other plan? For another $20, we won't throttle you if anybody else in the area needs data up to eight gig. And I'm like, what? None of this is unlimited. N you don't understand the term of unlimited. They're like, no, 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 no. Because we'll still give you a trickle of internet. Mm -hmm. So it's technically unlimited. You're only going to be able to use like half a gig throughout the rest of the month, but it's technically unlimited. Yep. that They always do that shit because I, I, I have an internet plan that has a certain download speed, and uh, I will get maybe 8% of the speed that I'm supposed to get, and I'll call them up, and I'll uh, complain, and they'll say, uh, technically you pay for up to that speed. So as long as we give you any amount up to that speed, we are fulfilling our contract. Assholes. I don't know if this has ever been said on any podcast before. We're breaking it wide open. Uh, internet service providers suck. Amen. Oh. I no one's no one's brave enough to say that. No one's America. brave enough to say <laughs> it, but we are. Can I can I say something? I want to go on a rant here for a second. Ooh, okay. Oh yeah, go for it. Yes. I am turning right. forty five this year. Forty five, which is probably the last five that I'll celebrate because fifty five is probably unlikely with all my health conditions. There's okay? a five and fifty. Well, that's true. Okay, that's true. But. Here's what I'm telling you. Okay? We can high five. I was promised a world. I was promised a world because I was born in 1974. So I 
got to know a lot of hippies and they're like, you know what? We had the free loves and we had the, we had the, the same set. We had the, 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 the equal rights movements. Okay. And we had like the women's empowerment movements. Okay. And the world you get to live in little man, it's going to be free love. People are going to be able to have sex with whoever they want to have sex with. No one's going to care. And you're going to have topless women be able to walk in the streets and people able to make love on the street corners. And if people want to do sex work, they'll be able to do sex work and no one's going to be mad and racism is going to end and sexism is going to end and it's just going to be pure love it's just going to be nothing but love and i was like man that sounds great because i love seeing naked boobs and i, I can't love. wait to see naked boobs man and i can't wait to see like a man and a woman or two men walking down the street holding hands and i can't wait till they can kiss in public it's just be so great what a future what a future man and I like, I mean, people can do sex work. People can, oh my God, this is going to be great because people are shamed for liking pornography right now. But Larry Flint's fighting the fight, man. He's fighting the fight that if a woman wants to be topless, if a woman wants to show her punani, she should be allowed to do it. I'm so proud of Larry Flint. I'm so proud of the hippies. I'm so proud of, of, of television showing me that it's okay to be gay and it's okay to love how you want to love and love is good and sex is good. How in the hell are we at a point where we're tearing people apart for being a certain color? We're tearing people apart for choosing to love how they love. We're shaming people for wanting to express how they enjoy their sexuality. And God forbid we show half of a nipple in a fucking video game. God forbid. God forbid. We're moving backwards. We're moving backwards. There were PG-rated movies as I was growing up as a kid that showed full female backside nudity, okay? And they still got the PG rating. Now, the PG-13 didn't exist. That stuff will get you an R rating now. We're moving backwards. You can't show a, a girl's butt in a video game now? PlayStation doesn't want us to see that? What is happening to PlayStation where we're moving backwards? I thought we were going to have a point where we had women walk in the streets topless if they wanted to. Topless beaches, literally at topless pools. I thought we were going to be able to have sex publicly. Love was going to be love and, and color wasn't going to matter. And the way you loved your sexuality and your sexual identity wasn't going to matter. And now we're moving backwards and we're hating on each other for the color of our skin. We're hating each other for the way we choose to love. And God forbid... God forbid you enjoy nudity. God forbid you enjoy sexual content. But don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Ed, I love you. Ed, I love you. Ed Boone, I fucking love you. I loved meeting you. You are one of my idols, okay? But God forbid you show cleavage in your video game. But it's still okay to rip somebody's head off and hit them in their dick with their own skull. How is it we're at a point where nobody gives a crap about the fact that you are reaching into someone's bodies and pulling their innards out and choking them to death with their own intestines, but we can't show cleavage? What is so shameful about the female form, about the male form, that we can't show the outside of it, but it's fine to rip out the insides and throw it all over the damn place? How is that it's the in world? America, we put a weird onus on sex. How is that the world we and what they're doing? What Sony is doing is 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 shaming Japan at this point because Japan they don't give a shit about any of this stuff. Japan doesn't care. Japan doesn't care. They love to put sex in their games. They love to show a nipple. They don't care. They don't care, and they shouldn't care. Okay, and so you're censoring. Japanese designed games. You're censoring these games that the ja the way the Japanese people wanted it, the way Americans want to play it. We want to play the original vision. 
and you won't let us. I, I can't understand it. I can't understand it. It doesn't make sense to my old 45-year-old brain because I was promised free love. I was promised I would grow up in a world with free love. And, and you're suppressing love. And not even in the name of the religious right, which makes sense because they think if you do it, you're going to hell. But in, in the name of, of the progressive left, it doesn't make any sense. That's the opposite of progressive to me. Yeah, but everybody treats sex like it's some weird sacred thing. Which is insane to me because it is a weird sacred. Year, at least, right? It, 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 it's it, one of the reasons that CDPR was uh, CDPR, CD Project Red made Cyberpunk 27, and we're very clear about like, hey, there's nudity in this game, but it's not about oversexualization or objectification. It's just that, like, there's nothing wrong with a naked human. It's fine. Right. Exactly. And I don't. And I don't understand how we're regressing. But, to where but it is. There's because, a big difference. Because right? sex is sacred. Sex is good. Sex is wonderful. And that's why we should talk about it. That's why we should share it. That's why we should express it. Because it is the coolest thing a man and a woman, or a man and a man, or a woman and a woman, or, 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 or fucking two women and two guys, or whatever it is, can do. It's one of the funnest, most exciting, enjoyable activities in the world. You, of course, we should celebrate sex. We should celebrate it, not hide it in shame. We're going back to the 40s where. where, where what are you afraid of now, PlayStation? Showing a couple in the uh, in their marriage bed together. Now we're gonna have a point where every video game you have to have par uh, uh, parents sleeping in two separate beds, like we did on every black and white television show I watched on Nick and Night growing up. Because we can't admit that parents have sex, that people have sex, that sex is a thing. Uh, but meanwhile, Sonya Sonya Blade can fuck. Or Sonya Blade can kill and eat Johnny Cage in the new Mortal Kombat 11 game. But God forbid they fuck. God forbid they fuck. Sonya Sonya Blade lose their eats mind. Johnny Cage in the no, new she Kombat. could. I mean, they they have a sexual history. They have kids together. They have a kid together, right? And so, yeah. But God, what does that have to do with it? What I'm saying is, like, literally, Johnny Cage, <laughs> Johnny Cage can walk up to Sonya Blade and perform his fatality, where he knocks Sonya Blade's head completely off into where it sticks on his hand, and then show it to the camera, and that's okay. If those two fucked in that video game, Sony would lose its mind. Sure, but that, I mean, again, right? It's because gore is fine. We we weirdly don't seem to have a problem with that, but we have a problem with sex because we treat it like it's the sacred thing. And that doesn't mean that it's not good. I'm not anti-sex, but we we put it on this like weird pedestal. And when you do that, it leads to people having weird hangups about stuff like breastfeeding in public. Right, and I get that. I understand that. I understand some. That's not are... even a sexual thing, but because nipples are sexy, that's not allowed. And I understand that some people feel that way, and I get it. And I just don't want to design the world for people that feel that way. I just don't. I want to celebrate. I want to describe. I want to design the world for people who celebrate and love love, not the people who are ashamed of it. And that's the world I want to create. And how those I think same that's people, a good goal, how those I think same people that... can celebrate murder. And not celebrate sex is insane to me. Like, that's so backwards. Sure. Uh, I think that whether there's titties in the new Mortal Kombat game is a, a weird hill for you to, like, take that stand on. It, well, it, it's just... Because, like, it's, if, it's, if it's, Sonya it's Blade's every... titties are hanging out, that's not, like, pro... I don't know. And I don't, want, and I don't want Sonya... I don't want triple X BMX. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking Wait, about what is triple XB. Oh, it's this awful game oh. where you picked up hookers <laughs> on the back of your bike and drove them to place. It was just one of those the back of your bike or, or DOA volleyball. It doesn't yeah, have it to was be a bicycle. Like, BMX triple right. X. Bicycle yeah. game? It was a bicycle, it's a bicycle porn game. game. It's in it. 
Yeah, it was so bad. I'm not, I'm not calling for that. I don't want to play that. I'm just saying. I want to play that, but not for those reasons. It's probably okay if Scarlet has cleavage. That's all I'm saying. It's probably okay if Scarlet wants to wear armor. Fine. And if what if Ed's is a shame into weird stuff, right? Where like, well, if Scarlet wants to wear that, okay, that's fine. If you like characterize that character and like right. give them a real character and explain why they want to do that, but Mortal Kombat characters don't have that. The fucker Raiden's motivations. Why would Scarlet want to dress that way? If you explain that to me, then I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, rad. Like she's got cleavage because she, she reasons whatever. And they, and they did have wrote. reasons in the previous games. They're literally maybe they do. I, they're I literal know. immortal I, princesses, and this is their style. Sure. And but, so but it, it for this game, they decided to cover up because really of PlayStation. Trying to appeal to a certain demographic that likes titties. Maybe and that's I think what people have a problem with. And, maybe. And I guess I can understand that. Yeah, if Ed Boon comes out tomorrow and he just literally says, there will be no skin in Mortal Kombat because I don't like skin anymore and it's my fucking game. You know what I'll do? I'll stand up and applaud Ed Boon. I will. I'll be like, you got it, man. But I don't don't think that's why. I think Ed Boon is doing it because he's trying to please the masses and it's a bad decision to try to please those particular masses. I mean, this goes back into like what we were talking about last episode with with Gillette and stuff, right? Where yeah. if if a company wants to be progressive, that's fine. Absolutely, I don't I don't have a problem with that. It feels a lot shittier when you're just trying to do it to make a buck. Yep. If you're just trying to yeah. exploit the current political climate to make money off of it, then your body positive message or anti nudity or, or whatever it might be doesn't really come across as like wholesome and helpful. It just comes across to me as you're just trying to fucking sell me something, man. In the same way that somebody is, uh, you know, who who just like has a naked lady with huge tits rubbing it all over the hamburger they want to sell me. You're just trying to sell me something. Those were you're some pandering. weird, you know. And again, I like. I guess at that point, I do begin to understand. Like, uh, if that's what if that's what Mortal Kombat 11 was doing was pandering, I would get it. Pandering either way is bad, and maybe they are pandering here. And if they are, it's bad. Pandering to the people who hate sex or pandering to the people that love sex. Don't pander. I do remember those weird Hardy's commercials where Paris Hilton was rubbing a burger all over her boobs while washing a car for some freaking reason. I don't understand any of that. I get that. Those commercials seem cringy and pandering to me. So if you're one of those people that doesn't want sex in Mortal Kombat 11, I'll understand how pandering that seems to the rest of us. And that's why we don't, we're frustrated. We're, we're, we're the same kind of frustration you feel when you watch that old Carl's Jr. commercial. It's the same frustration we feel when we see our favorite characters who have been half naked for 10 games finally put on shirts. And we're like, I don't understand why. It seems like they're pandering. <sighs> I mean, that kind of shit doesn't doesn't bother me either way in terms of like what what the game is doing. It only bothers me when there's this big fucking political bullshit behind it. Amen. I don't care if Scarlet is wearing clothes or not. She could be all naked. She could be wearing a fucking dominatrix. It doesn't it doesn't bother me. Yeah. And I still right. That's I, not why I'm playing the game. But I, some people it, it is why they're playing the game. And I still, like, fully support, don't get me wrong, I still fully support Mortal Kombat 11. If there's literally no skin in the entire game, I still support it. This is not a hill I'm willing to die on. It's just a conversation. This is just a conversation. I'm still more than glad to play Mortal Kombat 11 because I, the, the game mechanics are good. The style is good. Everything is good. It feels good. It's fun to play. Um, it also didn't bother me that there were boobs, and it does bother me that they've chosen to remove them for a pandering reason, if that's why they chose. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's the big question is like, is that why they did it? And I think that's a pretty important distinction, right? Because it's, in my opinion, kind of childish to argue that like, I'm not saying that this is your argument, but right. 
I want boobs in my game and they took them out and I'm mad about it. Like fucking, you can look at boobs on the internet, idiot. Right. Who cares right. if they're in Mortal Kombat? But I do think it is, there is a point that, there is a hell I will die on here. I do think it's okay if you want to have boobs in your video game and the fact that we're getting no games with anything even remotely close to it anymore makes me feel like people are scared, makes me feel like people were moving backwards and I don't want pandering shitty games like I always make the joke about Playboy the Mansion. I don't need those kinds of games, right? But if sexuality is an interesting part of your game, it tells a story, it's got a reason to be there, then I'm into it. You know what I'm saying? Right, but that is so rarely the case with games that have traditionally had booms in them, like Dead or Alive or apparently Mortal Kombat or any of these things. Like, it, it is just in there to appeal to young men. Which, maybe, I mean, you know, like maybe, that's a good maybe. marketing decision, and I, I understand why you do that. It doesn't bother me. I get why it bothers some people. And maybe, maybe it's bad for the culture. I don't know. I'm not really qualified to say if it is or not. I just miss boobs in my video games. And I don't particularly need to have them. It's not like a thing. I'm, I'm still playing video games. I'm fine without them. And I guess it does make a handful of people uncomfortable. And maybe in the end result is we'll have a lot more people feeling much more comfortable playing video games. And the market will double and triple and quadruple. And that will be great. And if that's what happens, I'll be very happy that it happened. And I'll be more than willing to make the sacrifice. I'd just rather the, the game be good, and if there's boobs in it, you know, it'd be great if there was a reason why there's boobs in it. And if there's not, then it'd be good if there's a reason for it. I, I'd, I'd prefer a, a well-written character or good stories or something like that. Again, I don't, I don't care about boobs. I'm not pro or anti-boobs in I game. am so pro-boobs. Oh, my God, I love them. In games. I, I have them myself. I am at least a C-cup, boys. <laughs> All right, this rant has been brought to you by The Big Stack Podcast. You can check us out at patreon.com slash The Big Stack Podcast. If you want to throw money at me so that I can try to make my own video game that has a titty in it, you can, you can help me do that. Also, be sure to f share this on your favorite hate subreddit so that we can be yelled at tremendously. Because there's been some serious wrong thinking in this episode, and I am sorry that we did it. I do think we came to the right conclusions at the end of that wrong think, but no one will care. Right. So, I mean, if you're just going to clip it out of context and yeah. like not listen to the resolution of it, then, right? Yeah. Uh, I look. I look forward to the outrage. Uh, guys, you got any closing statements there, Jacob Ellis? You got anything to say? Uh, Witcher Three is a good example of how to put nudity in a game, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, this looks Not like Cyberpunk it, 27 to 7 is going to be another great example. I hope so. Mm -hmm. My closing statement is uh, put tits on the Tetraminos. Yes. What if yes! we What if we make a porn version of Tetris called Tetris? That has to already be exist, right? Let's find out. We're going to Google it right now. If not, we're going to make it. Guys, fund it by going to Patreon.com slash... Yep. The Big Stack Podcast, and if we... Tier 3 it, subscribers get access it, to our pre-development, early access alpha of uh, of Titrus. It doesn't exist, boys. We're we rich. All right. I just Sorry. Googled it. Trademark. T trademark. Sorry, we, EA. We, we trademark Titrus. Yeah, yep. right now no we just trademark. Copyright. 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 I'll start writing up a diagram. I'm telling you, this game, if we can get to 100,000... Um, dollars a month on our Patreon. We will we use will that money to make Tetris. It will be a shitty Flash clone where we replace the blocks with... No, no, no. I'm going to make Tetris in, uh, in RPG Maker. Oh, God. 
Uh, Can you read it? All right, guys. I want to wow. say thank you for listening. If you're listening on iTunes, if you're listening to us on Spotify, do us a favor. Drop us a writing, a, a writing, a rating. If you're listening to us on drop YouTube, us hit subscribe to the channel and like this episode. Leave a comment so the algorithm knows you liked it. And hey, whenever we post these, try to be one of the first people to listen because the earlier you listen and the more of it that you listen to, the better uh, the episode will do. And I do want to apologize for those of you listening to on YouTube. This last couple of episodes, we had way too many ads, and I want to apologize for that. We just had not remember to adjust it it thinks we want way more ads than we actually do we only want one like every 20 or 30 minutes so we apologize for that guys um thank you guys for listening thank you for watching we love you very much and we'll speak with you again we'll miss you goodbye goodbye, goodbye. goodbye.